What's up, citizens of the internet, and welcome to the one and only Boring People Bad Opinions Review Discussion for Toy Story 4. I'm one of your hosts, Jason Husak, and with me as always is my Italian meatball, Palmer Paul Ciccio. Do you think we would... I mean, it's probably a dumb question, because of course we were going to get there, but do you think we were actually going to get a Toy Story 4 way back in the day, when we were like... I don't know, I didn't have the the thinking power to process what sequels were in that kind of way. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You're like, oh, more movies. Yeah, exactly. the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I um, I think we'll get into this movie pretty, in a pretty interesting way because I know a lot of people who I've talked to like hate this movie. A lot of people love it. We're gonna get down to it. I might be a little ruthless when it comes to these people. Yeah. Uh, but we will get into that because fully. Their opinions are wrong based on the. To a certain degree, yes. Yes, I, I do agree. Uh, but we will get into that, of course. So we're going to give you our impressions of Toy Story 4, tell you what each of us thought of the film, two dudes just getting angry about a movie about toys. That yeah. sounds about right. And get into full spoilers. If you like that, subscribe to us on any podcast platform you like. We're pretty much out there for the most part. And, uh, yeah, listen to our main podcast, if you haven't already, where we talked about everything San Diego Comic-Con 2019. So please check that out. That's on the channel as well. So, just in case you didn't know, Toy Story 4 was directed by Josh Cooley, who uh, didn't really do a lot. He's actually done a lot of shorts, uh, specifically, like he's directed Riley's First Date, George and AJ, which are like a little bit um, shorts uh, that of the Pixar variety, of course. And uh, yeah, this is kind of his main uh, directing gig, I guess, when it comes to animated films. This is also the very first film that does not have John Lasseter at the helm of it. Uh, this is actually released under Pete Doctor's supervision, uh, making it the very first Pixar film to do that. For those that do not know, John Lasseter got exited out by Disney because he's a big creep at the end of the day. Yeah, that's... And, uh, yeah, now he's at Paramount, which is kind of funny um, yeah. at the end of the day. But, yeah, uh, disgusting. But regardless of that, um, yeah, the film is still uh, written by him to a certain degree. He has original story credit. Uh, the thing that's interesting is Rashida Jones also wrote uh, some of this. Uh, well, McCormack is also writing this as well. But yeah, Toy Story 4, uh, for those that do not know, when a new toy called Forky joins Woody and the gang, a road trip alongside old and new friends reveals how big the world can be for a toy. So, of course, Tom Hanks reprises his role as Woody. Tim Allen is back as Buzz Lightyear. Um, Tony Hale is actually voicing Forky, who is one of my favorite people of all time. So good. It's fantastic. Love Forky. Uh, we pretty much have a Key and Peele sketch in this movie, which yeah. is fantastic as Ducky and Bunny, for sure. Fantastic. And then the big one is Keanu Reeves as Duke Kaboom. With a C. Yes, you betcha. So, uh, yeah, going into that, we're going to spoil the hell out of Toy Story 4. So we'll give you the three-second rule, as we always do. So three, two, one. Palmer, what do you think of Toy Story 4? I thought 4? it was fantastic. I love Toy Story 4. This is a great film. This is a really, it really It doesn't wrap it up film. the way Toy Story 3 did. No, of course but not. Toy Story they wraps up all the toys. This wraps up the main character, which has always been and always will be Woody's story. Exactly. This, it's always been a Woody movie. That's exactly it. So I, I do want to get into that fully because we, we went with a lot of our friends and our friends were like, oh, we didn't need this. This was shit because, you know, all the other characters didn't get their, their thing. So let me back up and let's address this full thing. The first movie is Woody going through an existential crisis yes. that he's not the favorite anymore. Yeah. And him having to come with grips that he can't live with being number two sometimes. Yes. Absolutely. Woody has always been, he's, I think he's the first person shown in the. Yes. Him and Andy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, and that's my point. It's like, guys, if we're going to back up here, Toy Story has always been about Woody. Woody has always been the main character. And, you and his tell. relationship with Buzz, with Andy, with Bo, like whatever. But Woody is the main source of conflict for everything. It never starred Buzz. Like, Buzz is a, a great side character. Like, but, a, like Tom a Hanks second main character. Tom sure. Hanks just doesn't play supporting actor. No. He's the main actor all the time. Exactly. Even in movies like Saving Mrs. Banks. He's still... Same as Mr. Banks. Yeah. Yeah. He's still the main character. It doesn't matter that he's a supporting actor. It's yeah. still Tom Hanks is playing the biggest character on screen. Exactly. What. 100%. And that's my point is that, like, obviously people can disagree and I totally get it. But Woody has always been the center of the conflict. Woody is the main focus of action and always has been. Like, there's all, like, like 90% of Toy Story 2 is about Woody getting lost and him in Al's that... Toy Barn. Yeah. Yeah. And with, you know, all that shit, the yeah. Al, fix, the the old chess guy fixing them up and stuff. Yeah, totally. So, but that's the thing, is that, like, a lot of people, like, came out of this and just being like, oh, shit, like, it wasn't for, like, the other toys and stuff like that. You're right, well, it wasn't. correct, because we had Toy Story 3. Like, we already had that. Did we need Toy Story 4? Absolutely not. Did, no. Like, can we, like, pretend this didn't exist and then you end on 3? Absolutely. However, what we got was, was fantastic. I know. It was so But good. you have to keep your expectations in check, right? Like, of course, at the end of the day, this is kind of an extra push, a film we didn't need, a film that maybe does, doesn't do the, the franchise justice in the case that it's not this cohesive package that 1, 2, and 3 were. I agree with that. 1, 2, and 3 are this cohesive unit that all work together and 4 is kind of this little side project. But that doesn't mean 4 is bad. No, 4 is so good. And honestly, 4, to my certain degree, is the most different film in comparison to the other yeah, Because three. it's just like an adventure movie. Yeah. Yeah, this is exactly kind of what it is. It's an adventure film that doesn't like take on these like huge things. Like Obviously, 1, 2, and 3 did, but that's the thing. When those stories are done, Woody is the main thing here, and that is what we're focusing on. Yeah. Right? And that's the thing. If, if that's not Toy Story 2, that's fine. Don't watch Toy Story 4. Just pretend that it ended with three, that's fine. You could do that. You can do that. That's totally fine, and that's totally a valid opinion. But for me, the films have always been about Woody. This is Woody's ending. And this I'm sorry because Woody's my favorite, because I've always been a Tom Hanks fan. You give sure. me this movie, and it's just like, I'm crying at the theater. Yeah, and same. Like, no. Same. All by the end of it, I teared up oh, like it was... crazy. I, I held back, like, sobbing, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. But anyway, of course, we'll get into that. But no, that's, that's my point, is that, like, a lot of people... You know, coming out just being like, yeah, like this movie was really like bad. We didn't need this. It's like, yes, correct. But the thing is, it's always been about Woody, guys. Yeah. It really has, and that is what we're. That's what this movie is. But anyway, if you don't like that, don't watch it. And you didn't like it because of that reason. Fair enough. But this is what we got. Regardless. Anyway, point being said, Toy Story 4, fantastic movie. Uh, the thing that I really liked about it, obviously, is the focus on Woody. Woody's the main character. It really fleshes out him as a character and him to the end of his days, let's say. I, th I really like how the film is always about Woody and is always about Bo to a certain degree. Yeah. Like, Bo is given the most amount of agency that she has over the past three films. I like this idea of... You know, the different, like, nature versus nurture, how Bo goes on her own, she gets lost, and she's on her own without a kid, and then Woody is with the kid, and it's all about being with the kid, and blah, 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 and then That's suddenly really it's not. Yeah. Right? And one thing that really shocked me that I didn't realize in Toy Story 1 and 2 is that Bo Peep is made out of porcelain, which you can really tell in a movie, <laughs> like, this far advanced. 
Yeah, um, I do want a lot of the details in terms of textures. Oh my god, that ray tracing, dude! Like, remember, uh, what's Sid's dog in the first movie? Oh yeah, and it looks like uh, a character out of reboot. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then you have this, and the cats are like hyper realistic. Oh my god, right? Yeah, I do want to say like. Even going back, I did a couple of screenshots uh, that I saw online of comparing Toy Story 1 to 4, 2 to 4, and 3 to 4. It's all fake. Oh, my God. Like, how technology has changed over, like, since 1999. Like, obviously... Even 3 to 4. Even That's... 3 to 4, absolutely. You know, that was nine years ago, right? Yeah. Nine, eight, yeah, kind of around there. And how much technology, CG, and computer animation has changed. Like, when you have Toy Story 1, which was the very first computer animated movie... And going now to Toy Story 4, holy crap. Like, that is a time machine. Yeah. Like, I I was looking specifically at Bo's Sheep and then Bo's Sheep now. And <laughs> how back then it didn't even look like they had any character to it. And we thought it was super hi- hyper-realistic. And now you can see, like, the glint of how light hits it. And you can see their, like, their facial features and all of this. And you're just like, holy shit. They went a little crazy. It's crazy. It looks great. I love it. It's a gorgeous film. Absolutely gorgeous film. But yeah, that's the thing. Like you can really tell how far we've come. Yeah. Like whether it's ray tracing or water effects or hair effects. Like holy crap, does it look good? Um, but yeah, aside from that, it's just the story is incredibly well written. I think the film is completely different. It does have that kind of somber tone. That's all like very sad, but not sad in the way of Toy Story three, where it's just they're leaving Andy. Sad is in like Woody's retiring almost yeah he's right? he's just kind of going away that's it like he's happy with his wife now yeah. like i guess you could kind of say and that's it you know like his life of being this leader of being this this guy is now like he's hanging up hanging up the hat yeah you know and it's funny like the the film ends in such an interesting way of how the thing that was most important to him was him being, like, you know, there for his kid, like, there for Andy. Because consistently throughout the course of the film, he'll always say Andy and not Bonnie. I found that incredibly well done. Yeah. Like, how he's almost kind of dealing with this trauma. He's just accepting it. Exactly. And that's the thing. And, like, the film is all about acceptance, right? Yeah. And just not really moving on, but just, you know, that's your life now. Like, it's it's crazy. Like, there's a lot of deep adult themes as pixar is, is known for but like like finding dory how i like that film in the course of you know changing families yeah this is kind of a, a very similar thing and yeah i just by the end of it seeing woody stay because i never thought he would no i thought like after like he gave up his voice box and everything i was like wow yeah the voice box thing was huge like i the, the thing we'll talk about gabby he's uh, always been about the better the better bit of others over himself that's exactly right yeah and him losing that voice box is almost like him losing that toy aspect of yeah. himself where he's just like i'm not a child's plaything anymore as i yelled to buzz in the first film i'm my own thing yeah right and it's like man like how it connects these these four films all together like that through woody is oh my god yeah masterful absolutely masterful but yeah we'll talk about i, I do want to talk about gabby to a certain degree but the last thing i just want to say is like him leaving and seeing buzz continue to fill that role or see jesse continue to fill that role while he leaves i'm like that's that's just a very interesting way to write this film and i think it is incredibly ambitious it's incredibly different and that's why i like this film a lot is because 
it is so different and it takes a lot of risks and i think those risks really pay off oh yeah when they they hit they hit hard yeah 100 percent. so yeah we'll talk about gabby um voiced by christina Hendricks, who you may know from Mad Men. she's fantastic um the thing that i like most about this film is that they don't villainize her no you she she's she starts out like a bad guy with like the minions and stuff and then you're just like oh wait yeah, those, oh man, those dolls. I forget what they're called. They have a specific name to them. Uh, they're I using got Benson these... right now. I'm not going to read it for some reason. Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It but... says Benson. Yeah, Benson dolls, right? Yeah. Um, They're incredibly creepy <laughs> in yeah. every way, and this movie freaks me out to a certain degree. But um, it's, it's cool. Like, Gabby, as a character, always wanting to be what Woody is, I guess, to a certain degree, and believing that, you know, having one of those voice boxes will do that. And then she gets denied. Yeah. I was just like, man, I feel for her. Like, it just, once yeah. again, you don't villainize her. No, you don't need to. She's so fractured from being treated like that for her whole life. And then exactly. Woody gives her the agency she needs. Because she almost is like the doll that Al wanted Woody to be. Yeah. Right? Like, being on the on the shelf, never played with, blah, blah, blah. Being this collector's item, which is no way for a toy to live, no, obviously. Definitely. And that's why you feel for her and why she's such a, a strong character. Because, like, obviously there's that scene where she eventually does get her kid of the one that's kind of sad and scared and blah, 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 which is awesome. And I really like that moment for her. But, yeah, just not making her, like, she's kind of like this mob boss type character to a certain degree. But she isn't, like, a pure evil like yeah. the villain in Toy Story 3, right? Or like Zerg or like whatever the case is. It's just we're getting to a point now in cinema, I find now, where the villains are very sympathetic and almost come out on top by the end of it by being good. Yeah. And by you just understanding them rather than just being a pure evil. A little bit. You know, like I Black Panther was a good one, right? Where like Eric Killmonger, I'm just like, yeah, this guy, I feel bad for him. <laughs> like he's a good... He's a good dude. He's see, just I don't because he tried to destroy an entire civilization. So yeah, I mean, obviously at that point, sure, I can see. And also Usurpe, the rightful king. So I mean, like, not that's a bad example. Like, good example is like Booksmart, where yeah, where like the bullies aren't well, not bullies, but the jocks aren't actually bad, bad people. Bad yeah. people. Yeah, sure, fair enough. Or like Spider Man, where Flat isn't really like yeah, Flash. Sure. He's just he's he's just a. He's a big from, loser. Yeah, yeah he's exactly. a kid from a home that... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. I agree with you. But yeah, no, that's yeah, that's probably a better um, way to look at it. It's just, yeah, it's... I, I like that a lot. And by the end of the film, having Gabby like be, you know, successful in finding a kid, I'm like, yeah, yeah these are just... This is why I kind of like this film a lot in comparison to Toy Story 1, 2, and 3. And... I know I'll probably get a lot of flack for this, but by taking away from the characters we already know for films that we have already explored them in, because I would like to say this, and correct me if I'm wrong or how you feel differently, Buzz is complete, Jesse is complete, Slinky is complete, like all these characters need, we've exactly. done. Like we, you've wrapped them up. We've had three three movies with. We've wrapped them up. They've yeah, done. They the, could all get wrapped in one movie, but to wrap up Woody in three, it worked. But giving him his own movie thing. where he is there yeah it feels more complete and what i wanted to say is that it fully completes the yeah the arc yeah yeah 
where I wanted to say, like, Buzz is complete and Jesse's complete, but to focus on these other characters like Forky or Gabby or Ducky or whatever the case, maybe not Ducky, but Forky and Gabby at the very least, to explore them fully and make them great characters, you have to sideline the rest of the cast. Yeah. And that's fine because we're not watching Toy Story 4. This isn't our first Toy Story film. No, you know what's exactly we've had one two and three with those characters we know exactly who jesse is exactly who buzz is but we have no idea who even Bo is like she's barely explored in one two and three no we don't like forky's a new character gabby's a new character and to explore them fully in the scope of woody of course yeah you need to sideline buzz and all, and all of them and that's fine like that's okay i'm fine with that because it wouldn't make sense to focus on them again. Yeah. Because it would just it would take away from how tightly written this film oh, yeah. is. Right? So. And the thing that I do want to talk about, which was really cool, is that these characters, whether it's Ducky, Bonnie, whatever, or uh Ducky, Gabby, whatever, they never feel like they're tacky. They never feel like they have too much screen time, especially with Duke Kabloom, which who we'll talk about in a certain set uh certain extent. They never feel like they overshadow Woody. No. You know, like Woody is the main character, but these characters help him. Yeah. You know, and they're they're complete by the end of it, especially with Bo. I find them complete characters, but that's because they use them properly in a reserved way. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll talk about Keanu Reeves. Obviously, uh, Canadian plays Duke Kaboom, who's a Canadian toy, yeah. who is actually in Jack Jack's crib in Incredibles Two. I keep on saying that photo. Which is very interesting. Um, yeah, there's a lot of, like, obviously, uh, everybody can go down the rabbit hole of the Easter eggs that are in every Pixar movie, but what do we think of, of him as Duke Kaboom? I think he's fantastic. He's so good. Yeah. Steals the show, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I think he's really great. I never think he's overused. No. Once again, like I said, he is very gimmicky to a certain degree, but, but even his story is good. That's fine, though. Like, I don't really care that Keanu Reeves' character is gimmicky. No, because that's Keanu Reeves. Right? Yeah. Yeah, just... That's the whole meta joke, that, like, he's... Can't read his can't read. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But even like his story arc is good. If him not being able to make the jump, I'm like, oh, this is genius. Like, this works so well in a in a purposeful way when he, they have to like jump over different things, whatever the case. Like, I love that scene, the very last jump. When he of, hits his head? When he hits his head, yeah. I was like, oh man, this is great. Like, the comedy is fantastic. Yeah. And yeah, once again, like just saying, the casting characters work so well together. Like, uh, the Key and Peel sketch that is Ducky and Bunny is fantastic. I, they're not overused. Their jokes are obviously incredibly oh, well yeah. written, but it's never too much. No. You know? And yeah, they just, they, they knock it out of the park. I think they're fantastic. And, and it really allows. Peel, so yeah, that's not shocking. But yeah, their scenes are yeah. so good. They're so great. And they really allow for this, this rounded, you know, just to- thing that Toy Story is known for by having them as kind of the comedic relief in this very more dark yeah. thing. Um, and that's the thing is just like the film is dark, but it's not Holocaust joke dark like they did in Toy Story 3, but just Holocaust reference, I guess. But it is still dark in the sense that it's like coming to terms with who you were before versus who you are now and what that sacrifice looks like. Yeah, You know, like I just... I know a lot of people like don't like this film, but like I think it is a fantastic it's, film and it's one a, of the best of the year. Oh yeah, you know, Usually. you just gotta like you gotta put your expectations in check. Like, just realize that you're not looking for another Toy Story three. And the the best thing about Toy Story four is that it feels completely different than any other film. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I think that should be rewarded because, like I've said before, one, two, and three already exist. We don't need another one of those. 
No, you don't. You know? I'm kind of getting pissed off about no Pixar shorts at the beginning, though. Enough of that. God damn it. But anyway. Um, yeah, so I guess I'm going to just go through my notes, unless there's anything else that you really want to talk about. Not really. Yeah, I just want to talk about, too, like, how good Bo is as a character. Like, I find her, like, incredibly independent, not in need of Woody. This whole idea of, you know, her not having a kid versus Woody always having a kid, that dynamic and that foil together works so incredibly well. Yeah. And him finally coming over to the dark side, let's say, is just phenomenal. Um, the thing I guess we should talk about, because we totally overlooked, is how good Forky is. I like, just I just would never thought that that would be a good character. Right? I thought he was just going to be a gimmick. And as, how good Tony Hale is as Forky is, is great. Is Tony Hale's VA, the way they wrote the character to be this this uh, bridge to help Woody accept yes. not being number one anymore? That's exactly it. And accept just being not being a toy anymore, being his own person. Yeah. You know? Where it's like... And it's a god dang spork, dude. I know, right? It's a spork. It's not even like it's, not even like it's like a... Like a cool like character like Combat Carl or something. No, it's, of course not. Yeah, it's just a it's just a spork. That's that's all it is. It's a dang spork, dude. But that's the thing that I love about it is just that Bonnie loves it because she created it, yeah, and I'm like, it. oh my god, like anything can be a toy. I love that idea. Like it's super cool. Uh, I just love that him like walking away. Is I'm trash. <laughs> I'm trash. <laughs> it's so good. But yeah, he and just having Woody, like you said, like being able to. Uh, tell where his mind is through talking with Forky and Forky understanding what his purpose is through Woody and Woody leaving. Oh, this movie has so much depth. Like, oh, it's, yeah, it's the depth is. Oh, it's special. It's a special film. Um, I know we'll get to the point, it's like, ooh, is it better than 1, 2, and 3 at the end of this? But we'll, we'll get to that. Um, yeah, but I just, I love it. I love the way Forky looks. I love the way he moves in, like, animation. It just, it's so cool. The thing that's always great about Toy Story is how different every character moves through the animated space. You know, yeah. like Woody now, like you said, now because it's 2019, you can tell what Woody's made out of, and then you can tell what Bo's made out of, and tell what Gabby's made out yeah, of. Yeah, like, it's, I, I just love where this is going. With Exactly. Right? You can see the fluffiness of Bunny and Ducky. Like, it's just. Like, they're, I don't know how they do the texture so good. Like, right? I can't, I can't get over that. It's truly incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it's funny for how ruthless they are, for how, like, fluffy they are. Like, I love that. It's, it's super funny. Um, okay, I'm just going to quickly go through this real quick, and I'll see if I can find anything I want to talk about. Right. Yeah, I just I, I have to commend just how good the pace is, how good the self-awareness of all the toys are. The pace is incredibly well done, I think, yeah. just because it's so, I wouldn't say plot-heavy, but really good balance between plot and comedy. It never feels like it's too much, and it never feels like those like the the film loses its focus. It knows exactly what it wants yeah. to be, and the writing, like I said, I gotta commend the writers, Rashida Jones and all of them. Like it's just really great. And for me, I know a lot of people say, "Oh, they will kind of lose the magic and blah 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 blah," but no magic loss. Not for me. Like no. I I think this really completes the Toy Story that at least I come to know, which is yeah, you know, Woody, right? All right, um. Yeah, I guess that's kind of everything that I personally want to talk about. That's everything that and that I can say. And yeah, I love Keanu Reeves. I'm so glad he's in this movie. <laughs> Once again, the year of Keanu. Absolutely fantastic. But yeah, the film's like an hour 40, and it just feels like it just, it's gone like Ooh. that. It's crazy. All right, so um, yeah, Palmer, what do you give I, Toy Story 4 out of 10? I don't know. It's like there's only two numbers I can give it, but like I don't know if I want to go that high, though. Yeah, because for me, okay, we'll talk about this in relativ- relativity to Toy Story 3, I think, is a good one. 3 is the complete ending. 
3 is the best ending for everybody. That film is like a 10 out of 10 by every stretch yeah, of the imagination. It does, it's not fair to give it a 10 out of 10. It's got to be like, it's something special. And I think, like I said, this film is very subjective in comparison to all the other films because it is so different. Because it is a fourth film in a franchise that didn't need it. And what you came to Toy Story about... That is exactly what you're going to get out of this movie. So yeah. if it was 3 was your definitive ending and you didn't want to see more or didn't think the movie was about Woody, it's going to be bad for you. For us, that's not the case. We're opposite. And that's why you got to give this film, like, you know, I, I give it, like, a 9.5. I think it's, yeah, like... Yeah, like, I'm up there with, like, a 9 or a 10. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to say 10. I don't care. I love this movie. Woody is my favorite Pixar character yeah. of all time. So, like, see this ending and be crying as he's walking on the carousel like, Help. Exactly, right? Like, I think this film, like, though that's why I give Toy Story 3 tens because that's the complete package. 9.5 for me is because this film is just, I think it's a very special film. I oh. think it does everything that it needs to do if your expectations are in check. And for me, I just think, yeah, like, it is, it's a perfect film by every accord. Not game-changing, but por- but still perfect. That's yeah. why I give it a 9.5, I think. You know, it's just, it's a, it's something special. You know, yeah. it really just hits that emotional resonance. And the thing is that why I commend this movie so much is because it's different. Yeah. You know, it's and it's a good different. It's not like a last Jedi different, no. but <laughs> it's good different. Yeah. All right. So for uh, that's that's for our opinions. Palmer's a 10. I'm a 9.5. Rotten Tomatoes for the rest of the Internet here. We got a 98 and a Metacritic in 84. So everybody's. Oh, man. Can you imagine, hey, like a Toy Story, a fourth Toy Story film rated this high? That yeah. will most likely obviously win the Oscar for Best Animated. It's a Disney so, movie, so like. It's a Disney movie. That's also true. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was Boring People Bad Opinions Review Discussion for Toy Story 4. Thanks for hanging out with us. And if you like what we do and want to keep doing it, please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, any podcast service you like. We're pretty much there. And don't forget to share this podcast with your friends. We'd really appreciate that. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Boring People Bad Opinions and on Twitter at underscore Bad Opinions. Check out our weekly podcast for Comic-Con if you have not already. And remember, we are a brand new podcast. We appreciate the patience and support from you all. Until next time. See you later.